Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, Kimberly Finn. And you can find out more about me at KimberlyFinn.com. You can follow me on all social media platforms. You can do all the things. Um, you can you can find me. Google search. You will find me. Um, my purpose in all of this to is to destroy, obliterate legalistic and religious constructs that keep us believing that poverty is a standard operating procedure when it's supposed to be an anomaly. Um, I am all about um, dispelling the misconceptions right undoing those misconceptions that say that talking about abundance is prosperity gospel i'm literally the bible you call it the new testament and the old testament those are testimonies of the abundance of god so i just don't know how you can separate the two Um, but you're free to do what you want we talk truth here i break it down so it can forever be broken um i put concepts that you've probably heard before I break them down in such a way where there is no confusion anymore. Um, you're not leaning to your own understanding. And if I don't experience it, I don't teach about it. I don't talk about it. If I haven't applied it, I don't teach about it and I don't talk about it. Um, it's kind of like me in my weight loss journey. I don't want to hear somebody who weighs 50 pounds talking to me about what it's like to lose weight at 220, like knock it off. So that's a, a, a lot of what I believe in, period. Right. Um, when it comes to changing our lives, doers, that's who I want to learn from the doers, not the people who operate in theory. Right. So listen, we're going to get into it. I would like to say thank you to everybody that attended the shifting your money cycle session. It was super powerful on Monday. It was amazing. I am going to, um, if you're on the email list, I'm going to send it out. I wasn't going to record it, but there are a couple people that missed it and didn't get a chance to see it. So, um, I went ahead and recorded it and I really liked it. And so I'm going to do two things. Um, because it's money and I know it takes an investment for that. Like a lot of people like aren't to the level of being able to invest in themselves. And this isn't any form of like shame or guilt. I know what it's like to want to hold on to every penny. You know, gas prices are high and we are legitimately in a recession. If you watch the stock prices that are dropping, you can tell it's going to happen. And I know tons of people, including myself, who have been involved in recessions and haven't been impacted because of that mindset. And so I want to get it to as many people as possible. So the price to attend it live was $55.55. That's $55.55. Um, you had the benefit of asking questions for me and, and sharing that space with me. And we had a lovely time. Um, so I am going to just have it um, for sale for like 30 bucks. Um, and the the goal is to like get it in people's hands. I wouldn't be surprised if it's for free for like a couple hours. Um, but in order to know that, you have to be on the email list. So the only way you're going to know about the... Um, mind shift money cycle, um, shifting your money cycle dropping is if you're on the email list or if you're listening to the podcast and if you are part of the Facebook group, which I have this thing with perfection. You guys already know, um, I want to be able to blast all the things and have all of my content ready for the Facebook group. So we've been going back and forth, um, sometimes posting, sometimes not. And so, um, I want to build community. That's my thing. Um, so what I'm going to do is in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be posting consistently and based on the responses, I'm going to clean out the group because that group is for free. 
Um, but the agreement to get into the group was that you would participate and that, you know, we're building community. So if you're just being a part of another group, like nobody needs that. So I'm going to clean it out um, and really start dropping some gems in that mug. Well, there are already some gems in there, but we're going to kick that ramp that back up. And I think I'm almost done with the church announcements. It's just that you want to be on that email list because whenever something is going to be free for a while, the email list finds out about it first. That's the only way I communicate. I don't post anything like that on social media. Um, and the other thing that's getting cleaned out is the email list, you know? I love that there are 409 people on the email list. I love that. But if only 200 are opening, and I love if onlys. I love the 200 that are opening. Again, I don't believe in hoarding information. I really don't. I don't believe in growing email lists just to say I have the email list. I want people to be active. I want the information to be getting out there. Like, I do. I, that's how I am. I, I really want genuine learners. I really want genuine participants because with each participant, what I know is that you have hundreds of lives attached to each participant and they're getting the benefits of what you're learning because you're applying that and you're sharing your light. And I, I had, that's the beauty of all of this. This is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. So there's that. And then lastly, I believe I'm going to create like a tiered program based on that shifting the money cycle where you can have on demand and we can kind of meet up and talk about it every now and again. But so there can be completely financial shift. There are some people that were like, okay, I need more than this. I'm going to apply it myself. Um, and then there are some people that were like, I don't want to apply it myself. I want to go step by step by step. Do you offer that? So I, I heard you, I'm listening and I'm, I'm doing, um, so there's that. I am Recording this from Georgia, one of my favorite places to be. I, I want to talk you. I want to talk to you guys about cities that have taken me by surprise. That I that I used. I'm gonna say it like my friend said that used to couldn't stand, <laughs> but now it taking me by surprise. Okay, I used to really despise Atlanta, and so I grouped Georgia all of Georgia and with Atlanta. I know, I know. Slow. I'm I'm a little, I'm a little slow. I really appreciate Georgia. I appreciate the state. I appreciate Savannah. I appreciate Macon. I appreciate um Rob Warner Robbins. I appreciate um did I already say Savannah? And I appreciate Atlanta. Um it's all about paradigm shifting, but that's where I'm at and I want to say like the temperature has been on hail since I've been here. I'm really rather just amazed that one can sweat as much as I've sweat, um, that it can be so hot. Um, it's just, it's just take your breath away hot. The last two days have been 105 degrees and I just wonder why, for why, like why? Um, the other city I thought that I hated and I just knew I hated was Chicago and, and you all know how much I love Chicago now. Well, if you didn't, now you know, I, I stink and love Chicago. Like I would, I want to move there tomorrow. Um, paradigm shifts, right? I want to give, um, 17 seconds of gratitude and I'm giving 17, 17 seconds of gratitude for family. Um, today is the 24th and I am two days away from when my nephew transitioned um, without warning. And I was actually coming back from a conference. We had had neology, so I ended up 
we went, we we're coming from Atlanta, my mom and I, I got her back home and then I had to take off to Missouri for a, a retreat, um, a spiritual retreat. And I remember that I kept on feeling like something was off and I, my mom called me back to back to back and I didn't answer because we were in depth on a conversation. It was Pastor Sam, um, it was PSG, Anita, and um, Melanie, and um, my friends, my family, I should say, uh, my sisters in, in this work of the gospel. And um, I just thought, okay, I can get to my mom later. But when I listened to the message, I heard my mom tell me that my nephew, the first message was to pray, and the second one was to let me know that my nephew was, was gone out of this, um, out of his mortal body, you know, and I did not know how I was going to survive. Um, I'd experienced loss before, but this was like, we are a very close knit family. So this one just took the wind out of me. Um, I give my 17 seconds of gratitude because I've been able to see the bigger picture, um, in his transitioning it has been a journey of self-discovery for sure uh, what I've found out most is his love that he had for people like and s just randomly over the years I've, I've ran into people and they've told me that they've had conversations or they knew him and the type of conversations they had with him and, and Corey was like almost secretive um, with all of the amazing that he is and if I wished for anything I um, would wish that I had uncovered a little bit more of his amazing while he was in his fleshly form on earth and so I am really grateful for his light, his love, for family that I have discovered, um, their light and their love through this, the appreciation that I have for each and every one of my family members and um, just being able to operate in forgiveness and understanding that it is a gift to both parties. It is the water, it's like it's, if, if life is a plant, then forgiveness, honestly, is the water that keeps it going. Um, redemption. And just a, a lesson in love, because we really, truly thought we were invincible. And then we understood that even though we had been through so much, um, there was even more, right? We, we, we could never have been prepared for this. And the resiliency of my family is just admirable, beyond admirable. And I'm super, super grateful for that. So as always, we go beyond 17 seconds. <laughs> um, but it, we're tuned in, tapped in, turned onto the frequency of heaven so we can be discerning who we should pour into, bless, impact, encourage. Even where we are to get our blessings, that the frequency is clear. And I'm going to talk to you guys about writing it down. Why aren't you writing it down? Why? It's story time, my friends. It's story, story time. Shout out, though. Um, 
I want you to know that for the money session, I tried to contact some of you guys that have been like sewing, like the podcast has blessed you and you just like send money for coffee. Sometimes you send whatever you put on your heart. Sometimes you operate in the law of 10 with a podcast. And I tried to like contact y'all. I tried to search for y'all on Facebook. Like, cause if you send it through the cash app, I don't have an email. And I was communicating through Venmo and just inviting people to come for free. So I want to give a shout out to Montoya Jordan. You were one of the people I was looking for and I couldn't find you, sis. If you can email me at info at KimberlyFitton.com, I really would like to bless you. Um, I just want to give a shout out to y'all. Like, I, I see your stories and I'm delighted that you share with me. I see y'all hyping me up. I see you celebrate everything that I do and I really give thanks for that. Like you don't have to. We're at over 40,000 listens and you really don't have to. You're passing it on to your friends and your families and the people that you love and you really don't have to. And I honor you for that. And so whenever I feel design, you know, divinely inspired to bless, I'm going to do that. And if it means putting your, your government name out here in these streets so that I can get in touch with you and bless you, I'm going to do that. One thing about me, I'm going to bless somebody. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so because blessing you blesses me and blessing you blesses others. So that's what I wanted to say. All right. We're going to talk about writing down in story time, kids. So listen, um, I got this story from um, The Instant Millionaire. It's really kind of cool. Um, and the concept, though, is what I want to talk about and the importance of making sure that you have a journal and you are writing things down. So look, there's this nephew who goes to his uncle. He wanted a loan. And he goes to his uncle, and the uncle's a millionaire 10 times over. And he's like, no, I'm not going to give you that money, but I will introduce you to the person who made me a millionaire who, who and who made others millionaires. And so the nephew's like, say less, God bless. Let's get over there. Um, the nephew goes through a lot of, a lot in the process of getting information. But when he gets to this older gentleman, who's the instant millionaire, he asks him to write a check for what he feels the value of the information he's about to receive is worth. And then, and the nephew says, you know what? I'm broke. I don't know. I've told you this 10 times and it's like, you're not even listening to me. I'm broke. I'm broker than what you think broke is. And you want me to write a check? Okay. So he says a hundred dollars and the old man is like, you can't be serious. I'm about to tell you if you truly believe that I have the key to wealth and you only value it at a hundred, you can't be serious. So no. And so he ends up writing it out for 25000 And the older man accepts it. And he says, you can even post-date it. Cool. Gives him the check. So then the first exercise, he asks him to take out a blank sheet of paper and write down how much money he would like to make in a year. The nephew is, is stumped because a lot of numbers are running in his head. And... When the time is up, he has nothing. And so the older man says, write it down, write it down, figure out what your value is. I'm going to turn this hourglass over. And by the time the sand has fallen from the top to the bottom, you will need to have a figure written down. So the boy does this, the nephew does it, he's writing it down. 
And when it's over, he says $50,000. Now, mind you, when this is being written. Okay? But this is what he puts down. And the instant millionaire asks him, wow, that's disappointing. Well, he says that. That's really disappointing. Why would you only write down 50000 in a year? That, that number's really low. But okay. And the nephew says, I'm not even making that now, so 50000 is a lot, you know? And the instant millionaire says, no, it's not a lot. Ultimately, what you write down is what you believe you're worth. And you believe that a year of your life is only worth $50,000. Then I see that we have a bigger problem, the capacity, the ability to believe that you can be wealthy. What's the point of getting all these? This is me talking now. What's the point of getting all these tips and tools? If at the very bottom foundational element of you is the belief that your a year of your time that you can't get back isn't worth whatever amount you'd write down. So let's do this. Why don't you write down? Write down how much you would like to make a year from now to the date. So on that piece of paper you would have today is June blank 2022, whenever you're listening to this. A year from now on June blah, 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 2022, I'm going to have blank amount of dollars. Write it down. Take some time to do it. What's that amount that you wrote down? Did you feel... When you're writing it, ask, did you feel a nervousness in the pit of your stomach? Did you feel anxiety? Did you feel, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm going to write it. Did you say that? What's your worth? What's a year of your time worth? What, what's a year of your time worth? Write it down. Write the goal down. Well, I'm going to pick back up on the story because the... Nephew was then asked to write a different number once he explained to him that this is your value that you're assessing. Write another number down. And the boy said that he couldn't. He really, really couldn't. So the man begins to explain to this young man. And I thought it was the most amazing scenario. When you go to a job interview. It's amazing. You you have applied for this job. It's an amazing job. It's where you've always wanted to work at. And you find out a couple days after your interview that you've been hired for this amazing job, this amazing position. And while you were interviewing, you heard the um, hiring committee say just how lucrative their packages are for their employees. So you had an expectation about this lucrative package and they offered you the job and they said they'd be in touch with the start date and the amount. Um, and then weeks go by and there's no start date and there's no amount. Do you think you have the job? Because what's the guarantee that you'll get paid for your work and you need a start date? This is the importance of writing a thing down. This is the importance of writing your intention down. You don't have a start date. 
You don't have an end date. It's arbitrary. The goal is arbitrary. And you don't have an amount. Ain't nobody working for free in this mock. Ain't nobody showing up for nothing. I know some of you are like, but Kim, my intentions, I don't want to put a date on it because I don't want to control um, when when the divine wants something to happen. Uh, no, the control is how you want it to happen. It's not for the date because I'm going to tell you it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. You have the date there and you can work toward things. You can be open to opportunities. Try writing your intentions with a date, your goals with a date. And I'm talking about specifically even with getting out of debt. I want to be out of debt by a year from now. I want to wipe away $60,000 from my debt by be bold enough to say it. Last week we talked about the art of thinking big. And I'm telling you, be bold and audacious in whatever you are writing down. But write it. Write the vision and make it plain that they might run and and, and won't faint. Who? That's in Habakkuk, right? I'm sorry, it's Habakkuk. <laughs> Where it says write the vision. Who are the they? The things running to you to be manifested. But if you don't write it down, it won't exist. There's power in writing it down. I'm going to share something personal. So I'm on this new journey and it's a lot of responsibility. And um, I'm on this journey because I absolutely was given the green light by the Lord to do it. Because of the impact on community, because of the impact on children. Um, and it's on his heart that I be there. And therefore it's in my heart. And, and everything that could go wrong um, looks to be going wrong. And I remember waking up out of my sleep. And unfortunately, the first thing I grabbed was my phone. So I really got to get back to being better at that. And I look and I see this email was sent from someone. Like it had to be late the other night. And it was an email of encouragement that I really needed because what I had said the night before was maybe I'm just not right for this. Maybe, maybe I bit off more than I could chew. And I remember the Lord saying to me after the after I read the email, don't you ever again say who you are not because this is how we see you. You are this in the earth already. Be bold, be strong, be courageous. Do not be afraid of their faces. And then the other instruction I was given was to begin to write down who I am. There is a power in writing it down. There is a power in writing your intention down and coming into agreement. When you write something out, you are literally repeating what you say in your head, which is training your subconscious. And it's deeply embedding the truth. As opposed to when we let affirmations wander in our head, right? Like, you can say affirmations in your head. You can say them out loud. When you write them, you are actually reprogramming a thing. And so in these 23 minutes and 30 seconds that have already transpired in this podcast, I say all of the things to say this. Begin to write it down. I don't care if it's just one time, first thing in the morning. Write it down, especially the point of doubt. Write it down as the truth of the situation. Write it down. And we believe things that aren't true all the time. We really do. 
We really do. We get anxious and worried about things that will never even happen, but we give them life. And when it comes to walking in our abundance, making a quarter of a million, making half a million, um, we think, oh no, I can't do it. What? What? I used to do something when I taught language arts. I used to, um, my um, sophomore language arts class, I would do this all the time. And I would really, it would really be so amazing when I would do it to my upper level students because they just, they just knew they were the smartest of the smart and they were brilliant. However, I wanted to show them just how crazy the mind can be when we give validity to voices that have no credibility. And sometimes those are the voices in our head. So we would do this unit and I would talk about how um, imagination is super important, but why do we believe what we believe? And so I would ask the brightest student in the room, according to their peers, right? I would ask them, what color was the sky? And they would look out and they would say blue. And I would respond, okay, that's disappointing. I'll ask again, what color is the sky? And they would say blue. And the laughter of the classroom would turn to something real nervous because they were no longer thinking I was joking. They they were like, uh-oh. And so then they would turn to fear for that student. Like, come on, answer. What color is the sky? And I was like, okay, all right. We're going to try it again. And then we're going to move on to somebody else that can give me the correct answer. What color is the sky? And of course, they kept on saying blue until... Um, I asked somebody else and the other person had the audacity to say something outside of tradition. And they would say, oh, pink. And I said, mm, nope, what color is the sky, guys? And finally, I would say, what if I were to say to you that the sky is really green? What you are seeing, the blue, is a reflection from the cumulus clouds in the atmosphere, right? By the time we get, by the time it gets to us, it looks like something it really isn't and I'm surprised you guys didn't know about that they didn't cover that in science and all of a sudden you had these minds saying yep that's right oh my god that's right Miss Finn oh my gosh or no I never heard that and then I just bust out laughing I said you guys a convincing argument can undo years of truth a convincing argument can undo years of truth if it's that easy how easy is it for you to believe in yourself let it let it breathe right there so I don't often do this but I think it's a great time to do it I'm gonna wrap this in prayer so Lord, I just thank you that the eyes and the ears and the hearts of everyone listening are being open to believe that you are who they say, who you say they are, that they can believe in themselves to write down their worth, the value of who they are and to believe boldly, big and audacious beliefs, to think big, to pray big, to live big, to believe big. Thank you for showing that and showing them that in their minds they might be timid and small and fearful, but this is not how you see them. You give us the validity and credibility. You, 
the I am that I am within us. We can do hard things. We can do hard things. We can do hard things for greater is you that is within us than any obstacle person situation in the world. We are not 3D. We are living from the beyond and we can do hard things. We are opening ourselves to believe again, to hope again, to dream again. And we are going to seal this vision by writing it down. We're going to write it down. We're going to write it down and we are going to believe. It is in your name that I pray out these things over each and every life that listens. In the name of the yod Hev shin vav Hev, the yod Hev vav Hev. Amen. So listen, I have one other thing to give to you guys. And I heard it, it's not mine, and I'm taking it. Um, if I knew the man's name, I'd give it to him. It's something that I posted on my Instagram story. I heard it, and I was like, oh my gosh, that makes perfect sense. Faith is an action. It's not a feeling. Faith is is believing in action, right? Letting your actions correspond with every promise that God has ever made as if it cannot be false. Like it's walking out on that word, walking out on the promise. And a lot of you are like, well, how do I know what his promises are? You know, you know, the thing that you've been called to do you know the stretching point. Look in his word and look at the promises. I trust. I trust that my only my highest good is coming to me. I trust this and I'm acting accordingly. To act accordingly means that my words match my actions of the belief in faith. I will not say anything contrary to what I believe. My highest good is on its way to me. So for me to say anything other than my highest good is coming to me? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh not going to do it. So listen, guys, I want you to be inspired. I want you to be encouraged. And if you want an accountability measure, email me at info at KimberlyFit.com. Whatever your intention statement is that you're writing down, the thing that you're writing down, email it to me, email it to me and I will shout you out and we will send our um, faith in that direction as well. I will see you as whatever you say that you are going to be. Whatever that intention statement is, I will see you. I will look at your Facebook picture. I will look at your Instagram picture and I will visualize you getting the desire. That's also a powerful technique that I utilize for all of my mentees um, and people that I feel led to do that with um, that reach out to me on social media. There are so many um, technologies, some tools to this manifesting, to this manifesting thing. But baby, when I tell you, um, when I tell you, I relish you sharing your stories, I value them greatly. And I'm just not reading them and saying, oh, that's sweet. No, I'm believing with you. I'm setting intentions for you as well. And that your highest good is coming to you and adding my little, you know, put my little stank on it, adding my little faith to it. I love you all. I want you to have an amazing weekend. Whatever you do, wherever you go, wherever your feet step, as Montoya told me, you go be great, Kim. I'm going to do that. Y'all go be great, okay? Love y'all to pieces, really. Go be great. Change the world.